This is the Edumatch Podcast Network, bringing you amazing educators sharing their love of learning one show at a time. The Edumatch Podcast Network is proud to support this show and many others. Find out more at edumatchpn.com. The ideas and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely of the individual podcaster. This is TLC Ninja, a podcast for teachers by teachers about classroom innovation. And welcome to episode 127 of TLC Tech Learn Coffee. My name is Lisa Nowakowski, and I'm a technology coach in South Monterey County here in California. And I'm Nancy Minicozzi, an instructional technology coach in Beverly Hills, California. Just a reminder, we have a 15-minute format because ain't nobody got time for more than that. No, but possibly in Ethiopia, they have some time. They, um, the traditional Ethiopian household can spend up to nine hours a day on coffee. That includes um, their ceremonies as well. So it's three times a day and three hours for each one. And today our guest is Karen Langola, yay, who will be talking to us about how to recognize and combat fake news. So Karen, tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are and what you do. Well, hi, thank you for having me. And thank you for that knowledge about Ethiopia. I love coffee. So that's really fun that they get to spend that much time. Anyway, I'm an instructional technology coach um, in Beverly Hills. I have been there for three years, but an instructional coach for 14. I am a Google certified coach and educator, and I am the founder and co-leader of GEG SoCal. So if you are local to SoCal and want a community, look me up and we will collaborate. And it's an amazing um, organization that, that you, you guys and work that you guys do. So moving on to about fake news. So we've heard a lot over the last few years about fake news, but there's lots of different kinds of fake news. So can you explain a little bit about that? Absolutely. Absolutely. So fake news, that term has been this big umbrella and it's gotten really politicized over the last few years. And now it's full of bias. So as we want to combat it and we want to search for what's authentic, it's important that we understand the different types. The first one is misinformation. And that's the most common. Like we all do it all the time. We tell somebody something we saw in the news and we don't relate it quite the way or we forget the name of the person. It's unintentional spread of misinformation, right? It's wrong dates. It happens when breaking news stories are happening as fact checkers and reporters are trying to collect information. They give out information that might turn out to be incorrect and they, you know, correct that along the way. It can be translations, you know, for foreign languages or, um, and the other one that's really interesting that falls under this is now satire, because satire, of course, is meant to be humor, but because it is shared now so often, uh, there are people who misinterpret it as real news or factual, so it becomes misinformation. But the important thing about misinformation to know is that it's not intentional. Disinformation is deliberately fabricated and manipulated to trick us or to intentionally create 
rumors. This is conspiracy theories and hoax. This is where our photo manipulation comes in and deep fake videos, which are all over TikTok right now, if you're TikTokers. And then there's malinformation, which is probably the least, least known. Uh, malinformation is um, personal private, intentional at corporations to cause harm or to tarnish a reputation. So this is the cancel culture. That's where that kind of falls in. Great. Thank you. I, I had no idea that there were different types of fake news. So thank you for that. Um, and I, I saw the topic of this and, and I had a conversation with my, my dad last week about the Northwest tree octopus. Um, you know, that, that, that whole website and just, we had a discussion on that. Um, so why is fake news a problem in the classroom though? Fake news is, I feel a crisis in our classrooms and outside of our classrooms because our students have access um, to information all the time, right? And our students, unlike us, we can subscribe to our news. We can kind of choose the source, right? That's what we do. I choose whatever source I'm going to look at. But our students find and stumble over things as they're scrolling through other information and they believe it. So recently, Stanford History Education Group just released a study. Now, it's important to note that this study was actually done with 8,000 students, but over the time of 2015 to 17. And we are, so the information that they obtained then is just been released now as they've compiled it. But what they found is that teenagers tend to believe the first thing that they see and their impulse to then share that out is almost automatic. They just wanna share what they see out. And even if they see sponsor content on a tweet, they still, think of it as real. So their ability to actually detect what's authentic or what's not authentic is much harder. And as we know, their access is much greater. It is. Uh, I had a student a few years ago and she still contacts me to this day. If she sees something that she's just not quite sure of, she contacts me like, is this true? You know, and she's gotten you know, phishing emails and things like you've won or, you know, there was disinformation about COVID and she was a little skeptical. So props to her for, you know, at least asking the question. I know, you know, she probably believes way more than she ever asks, but, you know, at least she's beginning to ask. So I think that's super important. Well, and we need to understand that there are now definitely people out there that can manipulate a photograph or a video and their intention is to trick us, you know, especially on TikTok. You know, there's a now Tom Cruise is all over TikTok, but it's not really him. And he's fighting this, you know, false advertisement or a false person that's, you know, keeps releasing and tarnishing his reputation in a way. Huh. I'm on TikTok, but I'm not on Tom Cruise TikTok. <laughs> I'll <apparently>. share it <laughs> with you. <laughs> so um, what can we do to teach students about this fake news and how to navigate all of that? Well, we have to get our students to think like fact checkers, like the student you just referred to. That's what we want. We want our students to think before they 
intentionally or just automatically share something. So we want them to understand that when something is put out there, that it falls into those categories. First, we want them to understand that there's misinformation, disinformation, and malinformation. And where does that information fall? Is it intentionally trying to skew your opinion? Is there bias? Where did it come from, right? We have to think about where it came from. And if you're reading a news story, the number one thing that they can do is then Google it and just see all the different stories that are out there. Do they match? Is what you're reading similar to something else? Is it being reported in more than one place? And how is it being reported, right? So it's important that our students just think like fact checkers, become seekers of the truth and understand that everything they see um, might not be real. And we can give them like opportunities in the classroom to do that, to create fake news, you know, by using these news breaking tools where I can put up a photo or manipulate a photo. And how does that look? What I can manipulate a photo and change your opinion or change your perspective of what this picture is. And the more that we do that with students and allow them to see things that are manipulated, the more they'll be able to detect you know, that fake news. Um, you can do it with numbers in math, just regular in your classroom, statistics. How does changing that percentage change the meaning, right? So there are all these opportunities for us without thinking about new, I have to bring in a new lesson. It's just what we're doing. Everything that we do every day, we need to think about where that information came from. So we, you know, we talk to students when they're doing research about vetting sources, right? This is more than vetting that research source. This is every day you look at Instagram, think about that. Why did you get sent that? Did you get sent it from a sponsor, from a friend? Who did it? And then in the classroom as teachers, we can use opportunities to show them how words can change meaning, numbers can change meaning in everything that we do in every day. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So because teachers don't have enough on their plates these days, <laughs> where can we um, get where can teachers go to get more information, to become more knowledgeable so that they can empower their students? So there is so much out there. I came across a lot of information, but I do think the one-stop shop, the best place to go to start is really the News Literacy Project. They have an ample amount of research and information that you can share. They have a newsletter called The SIFT. That is a weekly newsletter that comes to you. You can share with your students that actually looks at current events and breaks down the facts and will fact check so that you can see it compared with things that they're reading. They have um, this game, a piece of them that's called check Checkology that allows you to assign either independently if your students are older or to do it with your class as whole class and just to look at information over and over again, because it really has been shown like the same studies that have come out have shown that the more that we can look at fake news and real news and call it what it is. So if we look at it and I call this misinformation, I call this disinformation, the more that I can do that, the more that when I'm not being asked to do it, I will be able to do it. So it's important that it starts in education. Thank you. And uh, the resources, and we will post um, the resources on our website as well. So thank you for that. Are they, I know you're, you're high school. Um, do they, are they applicable to 
maybe upper elementary, um, middle school. K through 12. This is K through 12. Like kindergartners all the way up should start to think about what it is when I change, you know, a photograph, an image, a picture I drew. They, you, there is dialogue that you can use with um, every age group. I mean, if you think about like kindergarten elementary students, just looking at fairy tales is a great way to show them how words can manipulate meaning, right? There's a lot of foxes that manipulate little animals into doing things that they necessarily shouldn't be doing. And then it, you know, backfires. So that's just a way to use um, what it is that you're already doing in your classroom and bringing in these opportunities to show them these, what it's, what they're going to experience later. Thank you. I love that example of the fairy tales and using that. And Nancy, um, you know, said that it's kind of like Indian math when you're trying to decide if the answer is reasonable or not. So using all of those skills that we have. So is there anything else that you would like to uh, share with the listeners before we move on? <laughs> Just uh, do your research, you know, become fact checkers of truth, really look at what you share and understand and have our students understand that we are all biased. We all come to everything that we do with bias and we need to embrace our own bias and understand where we place that when we look at any information, because just because I don't agree with that information doesn't make it misinformation. And sometimes that's something that we all do too. So it's important for us to understand, it's important that your students understand it, that you know they have a bias, they come from a place with bias. And um, I had a friend who once said, your, your opinion does not mean it's factual. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And the re just because I don't think your opinion's right, it doesn't mean that you're wrong. And that is, we've come to a place, I think that we call everything fake just because we don't agree. Great point. So I want to thank our listeners. Um, and if you enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment to let us know. Uh, our comment question today is, how are you fighting the war on fake news in your classroom? Don't forget to subscribe to hear more about easy ways for you to innovate in your classroom. Please help other people find us by rating and leaving a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or know somebody that we should have on, please visit tlc.ninja and complete the contact form to let us know. Thanks.